that was, that was Ric Flair that getting, was like little, a, getting a little, little tickle. Get a little tickle. That yeah. was like the Joker making out with Ric Flair. I like that. <laughs> Everybody losing their minds. Okay. Hey, you got a good too. Joker? Yeah, do it. No. Do it. So, no, I'm not doing that. You know I don't do stuff like that on request. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Yeah. It's the last episode. No one's no. going to ask you to do it It's again. my request. No. Oh, do you do the... Casey. What does he, he say? He just goes, everyone's losing their minds. However, he does it. I wish Casey would do that on Casey does a good... Um, I'm not going to do it. He does a good uh, snatch. I've had you for it. <laughs> How do you find a friend? Yeah, maybe I should start a career in just doing impressions. Maybe because you know this this thing is done with. Yeah. Darren Eubanks says, "Weep emoji, weep emoji, weep emoji." Zach Windsor says, "Hey dudes, love you guys." Hey Zach Eubanks, so, sir. So if you're listening to this episode, this is the last Salty Dogs. This is the last ride episode, and so we've got some people live right now. If you're listening after the fact, you can always go back and watch the replay. But it's not the same as being here no. right now. So yeah, I guess you guys should have took that in when you had the chance, but but you didn't, suckers. Andrew. So the the interesting thing is that uh, if you follow like our our Facebook page or my personal page, you've seen us kind of share this out. We just shared this out two okay. days ago. You may be if when this hits your ear holes, you know, a week from now. Really caught off guard, but Just a nice punch to the ear hole. Yeah, right. Nice punch take to the a, urethra. Take a man right out. But uh, but yeah, this is the it. urethra is not in the ear. Uh, yeah, I know where the urethra is. <laughs> urethra. Urethra. It's, it's like the urethra, urethra of the Franklin. Ear? It's the urethra. 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 Uh, Aren't you guys glad we're putting putting this thing down? All no, we do is man, make I'm dick not. jokes, and I'm not. I'm. <laughs> it it's hitting me today. Penis. I was I was good all day today. <laughs> Are you just going to say whatever you want to say on the last That's episode? It. I'm just letting it go. I've been holding it in. Oh, man. For five seasons, penis. Five seasons. Well, I wasn't here all those seasons. Oh, my God. You guys you did. You guys rolled two seasons. So, so tell your story. I interrupted it with phallic jokes. I don't even remember what I was saying. I was just basically saying that, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it, man. I'm a little sad. I pulled in the parking lot, and I'm bummed. I'm ready, bro. I'm not. Well, I know it's time. I'm not saying it's not ready, but it's it's like a a morning for me a little bit. Yeah, I'll probably be miss it a little bit too. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll miss it. Had you not have to be like, if you weren't the guy that had to run and set everything up and like, do you know, do all the cameras and all that stuff, you probably wouldn't feel as as. I don't no, know. No, I don't think I don't think that has anything to do with it, man. Yeah. What does it have to do with it? Why oh are, why gosh. are you done? I I have to apologize um to Darren's children. So, by the way, not all 39-year-old men are like this. There are some mature individuals out there. I just happen to not be one of He's them. He's definitely not one of them. And so, I sincerely apologize. <laughs> so, yeah, reel it in. Yeah, you pervert. I reeled it in. Goodness. So, you so got, anyways, you got reeled in. This son. is the last episode. Uh, I figured number one, we could tell people why, why it's the last episode. Maybe talk about. Hope you're ready for the last episode. What's next? And then maybe even some some of your favorite favorite things. Or or you did can you come go, with an agenda. Uh, yeah, I kind of did. I've thought about this. I know you haven't. I know you don't care. Yeah. But I do. Jason doesn't care about anything but himself. So <clears throat> the big thing, I think it would be really interesting to have the conversation about wh- how you've changed during the start of the season to now. 
like the start to, of the show. Yeah, the start now? of the show. So, so yeah, just like some some highlight reels, you know, oh like some big God. markers. Oh my gosh, she's gonna tell. Like we we got live stories for that. <laughs> yeah. First of all, drop a nuclear bomb. It. Well, I I I kind of thought about this too, and I I think that's a good question to to answer. But I mean, Casey and I in a room at a table <laughs> with a couple microphones. We're like, a Yeti mic, hey, a blue Yeti mic. Here we are. No, we had Sennheiser E835s oh, back then. Yeah, I'd learned okay. my lesson right before we pulled the trigger. But we're like, here it is. Here we go. We're doing this thing. Yeah. And then five years we, later, we did at, we started in 2017. So four, four, four years, years, but yeah. five seasons. It's a long time. It's a what, long time. What year? 2017. Dang, man. Yeah. What the hell? What was going on in 2017? I don't even know. I don't remember. I, 2017, I was about to plant a church with Zach Windsor. Okay. 2017, what were you doing ministry-wise? Were you guys still operating and functioning like a... Yeah. yeah. We were here at the sword. No, no, no. we were. 2017 was that journey the way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah, I don't think you were... Wait, did we make the transition? Because we started here, didn't we? No, we didn't You guys were recording in the chapel, weren't you? No, you were in some other room, and then... The first time I guest appearanced in like season two, so, you guys were meeting in the chapel here at the church. So, so here's what I'd like you to do, Casey. You you named the podcast. Why don't you revisit that? Why I named it that? Yeah. Because mm, we had a vision. Yeah. yeah, I just, uh, the term salty dogs was given to like veterans, you know, like, you know, people that had been through it, you know what I mean? Or just you know are 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 ahead in certain things you know yeah. what i mean like when you're in the military got or some salt naval, whatever you know what i mean you just call them solid dogs That's what they are. Hey, you if know? you're on the and live so, let us know if you can hear casey and it was yeah so i just we, we had it we started the we started it with the premise of like you know bringing in people to you know just get different perspectives and different viewpoints because everybody has different perspectives and different viewpoints and you know, for the most part, it worked out pretty well. I thought, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, know, we so. shoot. We interviewed interviewed damn near every every pastor, pastor, in, ministry in the, friend that we this know. Side not, of the Mississippi, not all of them. And I also have to apologize because there were people that I invited on the show, and I just never got to get them on. Yeah. And so that kind of sucks, but you know. Yeah. So when you guys did that, what that was like first two seasons? Would you guys say? How do you think the podcast was? Um, People thought of the podcast, other pastors in the area, other the people joke, in ministry. I'm sure. <laughs> no, actually. I um, think it was pretty well received. It was pretty yeah. well received. I mean, we were having conversations around just typical scenarios. We weren't. A lot of, like, I, we I remember a lot of topics we had, we that were just like. Uh, churchy? Yeah. Well, not a little taboo, but not too taboo. Not really taboo. I, I mean, mean, we asked questions like, what's the purpose of the church and you know, uh, myths of ministry. I mean, I, I can't theological remember. Theological stuff. Yeah, you just know. theological talk. And so, I mean, you know, that's all it was. We were really... So the reason it started was Casey and I, we used to always have conversations in the car in the morning. I'd go drop them off at work, and we would get heated, bro. Like, we'd be going back and forth, and, well, the Bible says this and this and that, whatever, in church today and blah, 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 and we're going off. And, you know, we would do that for about... 10 minutes and then it's like time to go. And so we'd get all freaking worked up over theological conversation. And yeah. then it's like, all right, have a good day, bro. Like we'd get each <laughs> so, other. So do you so. think, so do you think that it was kind of started, there was a little bit of a chip on y'all shoulders, would you oh, say? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and a lot of that was what centered around like frustrations with the church and stuff like that. Would you say that? Emily, is that your girl? 
It's a lady friend, yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, what were you ki- asking? Just kidding, I was basically just asking, number one, did you guys have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder yeah. when you started out? And then number two, is that chip there from like just frustrations with the church? Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, the, Casey and I talked about this way back in season one. It's like there's discrepancy between our experience and our walk in Christianity and our relationship with Jesus and yeah. what what was being preached and taught and then also what we were reading in scripture. So okay. when you open the Bible, you're like, you see it one way, but then you're experiencing it a different way outside of that. And you're like, why doesn't this match up? Yeah. So was there always a desire for change, like within the church, with the podcast? Like, man, we're hoping that like... A change in the church, but change in us, really. Like Casey and I, we how, how many times have we gone off of this whole idea of like, how does one change? How yeah. do you repent? Who rep- Like, how do you do these things? Yeah. How do I taste and see you know if what, the Lord is good? How, 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 yeah, how, Yeah, and you know what's strange, man, is I've got more questions now than I did at the beginning. Man. Oh, for sure. You know I mean? oh, yeah. Everything, everything yeah. in my life got shook, you know, and it's like, I, I don't know. I've got way more questions now, you know. Yeah, as I was thinking about that today, too, how I'm different kind of from when I jumped on in season three, um, that was one of the things that I literally, Casey, I had that same thought, like, man, I got more questions now than I have answers. And and that's that's kind of where I'm at, you know, and, and I don't know that I'm ever going to have the answers, you know, not on this side of heaven, at least all the answers to maybe some of the specific things that I have. So I definitely agree with you. Like, I, I'm in that same space. Yeah. You want me to just answer them all for you right now? That's what we did on the podcast. <laughs> That'd anyway. be good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll just answer all of life's no, questions. I, today. I was thinking about that too. And, and just the, the one phrase that I have just looking back from season one, I don't even think we hit a hundred episodes. We hit a hundred podcast <laughs> episodes, but some were bonuses, some were promos and Dude, those different still kinds of things. To me. But that counts. So, so we did five seasons, almost a hundred episodes. And over the course of four years, and I, I think the phrase that came to me was, the, the more you think you know, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, I, there had been times where I've had, I felt like I've always had an explanation for something. But then there's been times where I'm like, I don't know. And we're, we're yeah. left scratching our head. Like, yeah. I have no idea. I mean, these are questions and we're wrestling and, and I don't know. I can't say for sure, 100% for sure. But I think that's okay. And I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned in all of this is that, like, I don't think you're going to know 100% the answer to every freaking question that exists concerning Christianity and theology. There's just no way. There's a million different answers. There's like, you know, 3,200 different sects of Christianity. Like, who the frick is right? We've talked about this before. And so it all just boils down to like, where am I with Christ? And so we had, we had a really good episode with Jared Lettington, this last episode that we did with him. I don't know what to name it. I named it like discipleship and laughing at TikTok or whatever. Right. But we ended up having a really good conversation just about, um, I don't know, just this idea of like, I don't even know. What the heck did we talk about? Well, I guess I'm stuff. not supposed to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> It's one of those things. Do you... Were you going to continue with the thought that you had? I can't remember what it was. Do you have any regrets with the podcast? Anything that you regret? Casey? Mm, I don't think so. I think, 
it's it's really strange for me, man, because from the from the beginning of the podcast until now, like, you know, my life has been devastated by by just a bunch of circumstances. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's really strange, you know, to kind of look back on it as where I was when I when we started and like where am I where I'm at now. Um, but I don't think I have any regrets. I think, you know, I'd been pretty candid, you know, about, about a lot of things. And, and that was, I think ultimately like one of my goals is that I wanted to be very, you know, transparent with struggles, you know what I mean? As far as I could. I mean, even, even though like in my personal life, that was, you know, kind of a struggle with me. It's hard to like put everything out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, even in my interpersonal relationships, you know what I mean? Like it was really strange, you know, I could talk about things on here, but like really closed down, um, personally, but it's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just, I wanted to be real about like where I've come from until now. And it's just really strange. I'm always like thinking in my mind, well, not always, but whenever I think about the podcast, I'm like, man, what about these people who have been here from start to finish now? Like, what do they think about that? Because it's like, you literally watched a a man's life destroyed right in front of your eyes. You know what I mean? And you, you see the beginning product, like an arrogant prick, you know what I mean? Like, is that what you would call yourself? I would have said, I would have said that, you know, I, I think I thought I had some stuff figured out, man. You know what I mean? And then it comes to this place, you yeah. know, for, so beginning till now, man, like God's humbled me, you know what I mean? Like in a really hard, harsh way, it would seem, you know what I mean? So I think right. um, as far as regrets is concerned, no, but I just, I always wonder what people think about <laughs> literally you're, you're watching the timeline of, <laughs> you know, listening all the way through you know, a man who's, who's, who was struggling, you know what I mean? And that's the cool thing about a podcast is you get to see people grow and evolve. Hopefully as the podcast goes on, you know, I think, uh, I'm a pretty big fan of, of the bad Christian podcast and it's a lot different now than it was when it first started. And, and you get to see, you know, then at that point when it started a look at three guys who, if they look back at themselves, you know, 400 plus episodes in, they are not the same people that they were. And there's something cool to be said about that being like made available and, and preserved. Maybe you've preserved a version of yourself that was there. You know, it would be so interesting for me to know, like, man, my son or my daughter or my grandkids one day could go and listen to some of my thoughts, the the stupid inappropriate jokes that we've made, just all of these things. And, and, which I have gotten know, that, increasingly cool. worse over time. We've gotten a lot more relaxed on yeah. the podcast, and, yeah. which is funny. But I I mean, as far as answering that question, like, do I have any regrets? I, I mean, I'm not sitting here like, oh, really wish I would have or wouldn't have. Like, I, I don't I don't have any regrets. Um, and I do think it's pretty cool. Like if people were to find the podcast and actually listen through, and also kind of makes me wonder, like, at what point would people drop, drop off? off? Right. Yeah. Yeah. If they actually tried to listen through, but, well, you, um, you know, if you listen through and, and just over time, you've seen how things have evolved. And actually what I think would happen, like, I know that looking back from 2017 to 2021, like I'm so much more closer to the father now. And I have a much more solid understanding of who I am in him and his forgiveness and what his work on the cross accomplished and how it made me a son and forgiven all the stuff. Like I have a lot more identity and understanding with the Lord, but I think people would listen through and actually think that I'm 
worse off now than I was when they first started oh, listening dude. to me. Oh, dude, yeah. Isn't that interesting to consider? No, it, like, it, I know that I'm better, and I think because of my theology or doctrine, whatever, people would think I'm worse. Gosh, I'm trying to... I, I was thinking about how much I really want to just let stuff out today on on the drive in. Um, but man, I, w- I would agree, you know, uh, we shot a wedding here at the source. I say we, me, mm-hmm. uh, and I had a conversation with, uh, a mutual person that we know and, and he actually made a statement to me and it, this is not the first time that I've heard this, but he said, you know, Chris, there's a, a, a church, pretty big church in town that I, I used to be a part of. And, and, uh, now I'll still run into some of those people and they say, Hey, where are they you They hold at? prayer services for your soul. No, <laughs> no, but he basically said, Oh, well, I'm over at the source, you know, Wichita, Jason Villanueva, oh, Chris Cern is related to him. You know, he used to come here. And then, uh, he said that, um, some of them would say, man, I'm really worried about that guy. Like I'm, I'm really concerned about him and, and kind of where he's at. And so it's just, it's so interesting, all of, all of these, you know, quote unquote people that are concerned about my soul, where I'm at, my beliefs, all of this stuff. And, you know, Jason, I would say the same thing. I would say I've never felt closer to God. You know, maybe it doesn't look the way that it used to look in a way that's like a a cookie cutter, kind of very structured formula. It's very different. Um, there's a lot of freedom that comes with where I'm at uh, and not freedom in the sense of like, I get to do whatever I want. I'm talking like mental freedom that can be felt in the body to where there's certain things that used to weigh me down, uh, certain mental gymnastics and hula hoops that I'd have to go through that I just don't find myself in anymore. Um, you know, I've even had some people say like, hey, did you know that there was a, a pastor here in town that used you uh, in his sermon as like a, a, a sermon thing? And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Let me go check this out. And so it's just, it's, it's, it's bullshit. It's you're, just, sir, you're a sermon example. Now, I am a sermon example, but you know what? You're to be, sermon to be, to be fair, about? to be fair, uh, I mean, how many times have I, well, I can't speak for Casey. I know I can speak for you and I where we've discussed things on the on the podcast with certain churches in mind, you know? Oh, sure. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it, it, it is what it is, but I've always thought it's it's really interesting to yeah. hear, you know, that so, there are people that are worried about where I'm at in my faith. So I, I don't know that this is a regret, but it's absolutely a concern. And I know that this was something that we were going to talk about at one point and decided not to, but just yeah. my my primary concern with the podcast is that there are people out there who personally would feel attacked or whatever by us. Um, and that we may not have had to been able to have a conversation or, you know what I'm saying? Like that that's a concern. Like maybe you wrote me off or maybe I've written you off with my views and that kind of stuff. But again, preserving the evolution of we're of our journey in the faith and whether we're better off or not better off at the end of it. Like, I think there are a lot of people who won't get on the mic and talk about things. And I've heard this before. Um, I've actually read this, I think in a Christian podcaster group on Facebook a while back. And there was a pastor that was saying, uh, I I don't know why he was in a podcast, maybe somewhere else, but he said, I would never start a podcast because I'm afraid of what might come out of my mouth and I don't want that to live on after I say it. And me had been wrong about what I said at that time. Interesting. And it's just like, so you're afraid to have a conversation because you're afraid that you you're might afraid, say something you're wrong. You're afraid like, to not be right. Or, yeah. or even People more than that. are afraid to not be right. Yeah. For, it to be, 
like preserved. Yeah. You're not being right about something. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever had that. I, you concern. know, I haven't been, I've never been afraid of that. Cause I'm, I'm telling you right now, man, I've been wrong about a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. You know, still am, you know? And, uh, but what you're saying, like preserving that, it's going to be interesting, you know, five, even to ten, go, yeah, even five, to go ten back. years down the road and see, you know, and just kind of listen and, and yeah. kind of see how things have developed from there. And like, um, just even in my life where that's going to, where that's going to be at. And I'm going to look back at these times and be like, damn, man, like I, <laughs> you know, or, yeah. or, or you might look back and it's funny, you know, past you might've said something that's going to encourage future you. It's true. And that's happened. That's happened a lot to I've me. Like with, when I've, when I've wrote songs and stuff like that, yeah. like I've wrote songs or lyrics from like years ago and like, but that were like directly applicable to now that weren't applicable then. I was just saying stuff, but I can think back to that. And I'm like, dang, dude, like that's... Man, past that's, Casey that's, had some... Past Casey yeah. used to... Past see, past Casey was knowledge. the man. This so, Casey now, dude, is so not let, the man. Let He's, me talk about know. one of my, my favorite... One of my favorite times on the podcast, and it was this season when Casey played his song. Yeah, that was good. Like live on the air, and we got to capture that. We had people on Facebook... We had people on Facebook say, hey, where can I find more yeah, of his man. music? Like, they were ready to listen to you. Yeah, they man. were like, where can I listen to more? And I was like, more of the podcast or more of Casey? And they're like, Casey. <laughs> and I'm just like, well. Well, I appreciate we'll that. We'll see. What, but that was one of my one of my favorite moments on the podcast yeah, was, was cool. having Casey do that. I like that. that. Was, well, I appreciate it. Was, it. it was different. We had talked about it for a long time, never did it. We finally did it. And I just, I mean, I thought it was great. Yeah. Had a lot of, Casey, I know you've got a couple of uh, favorite episodes in mind. I know specifically one that just kind of rocked your world and still does sometimes. Yeah, no, that, that one about that when we talked about resurrection and mm -hmm. rec reckoning, you know what I mean? Was that yeah, like, that was like first, our first episode, first episode of, this of this season, season. right? Yeah. That was yeah. a good one. That was a really good episode, one. Yeah. And it was very encouraging. And even though, you know, I've slipped it's up powerful. since then or whatever, it's just like, it's still, it's still applicable. That freedom's still there that, yeah. you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, that was a, I, I went back and listened to that episode probably three times, Yeah, you know, and, uh, I know the one with Sam McVeigh that we just did recently was, was mind boggling yeah, as that well. Was good. And it was really good. Gosh, that, man, we've had a good season. Yeah. So why are we stopping? Why are we stopping? Well, we kind of approached Casey on this and just pretty much said, Hey man, here's what we're feeling. I will. I approached Jason and then Jason was like, well, let's take it to Casey and see what Casey says. So I'll tell you this story. Um, Basically, we were made aware, I was made aware that there is um, a a group of, and when I say group, they're all, they're not, it's not a group that gets together. There's individuals who do not know one another, but had conversations with someone who basically um, are pastors in our city who uh, are not happy with some of the things that we've talked about. Um, I didn't, nobody yeah, told me about that. Yeah. Well, now you know. You, you're learning about it live. So there's there was a group of pastors uh, that yeah just had some frustrations. Um, so it's a, not like a, a group. Stuff. It's not like a group of pastors got together no, and no, said, no. "Hey, what's they're, going on?" They're separate it was individuals. Separate people in conversation over time had said, "Hey, do you know about those salty dog guys? Like, do you know them?" Yeah. And so my buddy, that was kind of the the guy that all of these questions were being asked to. He reached out to me. He's like, Hey, I just want you to know this. And, uh, I'm not expecting you to do anything about it, but you should be aware of this. And so I went, okay. And I had a couple immediate reactions. Number one, my first reaction was why are they upset? You know, and it come to find out it was method, you know, uh, a couple things. They, 
didn't know if this we, isn't why we ended it by the no, way no You're no this is story. not it i'm gonna get to it okay this they're tied together because this eventually led me to pray and ask god do we need to end this um but in this i uh basically they thought well these guys hate church planners and they hate the church and uh that's why they're you know they're doing what they're doing saying what they're saying um and then there's some people that felt personally attacked so that was the whole thing and in hearing this, I actually, I mean, I stopped and I was like, all right, God, do we need to stop this? Do we need to not keep going on? Am I in the wrong? Is there anything that I've said? Um, you know, I even reached out to some guys, tried to have some conversations, did not get back with me. Uh, I've had, so they'll say it to other people that they want to have a conversation with you, right. man. I can't tell you. I can't. That's where my mind goes. That's where my mind goes. But you know what? I don't know if I would want to talk to me either. So, so I'm not gonna. So I'm not just, gonna throw them completely under the bus. We'll just talk. We'll just talk about them when they're not around us, because I don't want to talk to them in general. Maybe. And then when you reach out to actually have that conversation, to say, why don't you have that conversation? And they didn't reach back. They did not. Okay. No, did not happen. I'm just trying to get the full picture. Th- here. That's the full picture. Okay. Uh, so, in doing <laughs> <Sorry>. this, <laughs> in doing this, and in praying, the phrase that I felt like I heard from God was. You need a season where no one hears your voice. Like you need a season of insignificance. It was was what he said to me. I'm not saying he's telling this to everybody. At the at the time, it was like basically God, like, hey, you you need a season where you're not talking anymore, you know, and you're just gonna be. Um, and so I took that and I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? So then I talked to Jason about it, and Jason said. That phrase kind of, I think, resonated with you. Which phrase? Really resonated really, with Really, really stirred something within just, me. I want to echo No, that. just the, the phrase of like, you need a season where your voice isn't heard. Yeah. Well, it was, mine was a little more dramatic, but, so we did that episode two weeks ago with Jared, um, but then we had like this weird funky thing happen during... Do you remember that? We yeah. just had like this weird feeling. It was like just this odd feeling. I, I couldn't really tell what it was, but... Um, it made me think. And so like, after I left, I was kind of like, what was going on there? I was like, is the Lord like, is he telling us just like, we need to be done. And you know, we've yeah. joked all season about, oh, you know, the last episode. this is the last episode, the last episode. We, you know, we've joked about that, but I was really wondering, like, you know, we didn't. We haven't had topics, that kind of stuff. So it's just kind of been planted in my brain. Like I wonder. If well, this even at the coming, beginning of the season, I, I don't know if you guys remember end. when we all got together. We'd even ask the question: Should we? Should we do this? Mm. Should we jump into season five? Yeah. And right. I think, right. So, so long story short, I was at home and I had felt like it was almost like the Lord gave me this vision of myself, and as I saw myself talking. I saw like an arrogant prick (laughs) that I had the thought, I wish that guy would just shut up. Like looking at yourself, (laughs) looking at myself. And I was like, is that how people view me? And I'm not saying that's how people view me, but it was like, it was just this, it, it was just this image of like, I've felt like I've known it all. Like, and, and, and that's the last thing. Like I have opinions yeah. And I have beliefs and I've studied and I can, you know, you can ask me how I feel about a topic and I'll tell you how I feel about a topic. And sometimes I get passionate about it, but I think there was just enough pride mixed into that. Like I had this thought one yeah. day separately, how 
I think that I'm right about a lot of things. And so I'm always looking around and pointing out the wrong about people and their beliefs. And then I just had this real, this, you know, the verse that says pride or excuse me, knowledge puffs up. It's like the more we think we know, the more proud we are of what we think we know. And it's, it's pride. Yeah. And then scripture talks about how, you know, the Lord, he opposes opposes the proud and I'm like, what the heck? So just all these thoughts. And I kind of had the same, same thought. I'm like, you know what? I, I could be done and be fine. That's the phrase I've been using. I could be done and be fine. Like if we need to shut it down and I need to not give my opinion on certain things, if I've been going about the wrong way, if there's been any arrogance mixed in with it, I don't know that that's actually really accomplished anything. And so I guess my main question for people is, you know, did, did anybody learn anything? Did anybody yeah. really get anything? And I know we have emails. Yeah. You know, we probably had a good 25, 30 emails over the course of the, the show's yeah. life yeah. of people saying, Hey, I'm listening from here. I'm listening yeah. from there. Yeah. People a lot out of, of people the country, overseas, man. Netherlands, yeah. Puerto Rico, like, yep. you know, people are just like, Hey, we're listening. And it's been really good. I mean, Instagram messages. Hey, really found the show. Really appreciate what you guys are talking about, that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I just, you know, seasons, right? Yeah. Seasons. 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 Yeah. And for me, you know, um, when you guys asked me about that, because I remember Jason called me and talked about it, man. And I think if I'm being very honest, you know, I, I've come to a place um, in my faith, like personally, dude, where everything really got shook. You know, and I don't even know necessarily what I believe concerning, you know, our walk and doctrine and all these things, you know, you know, all the verses, you know, all the stuff, yeah. man. And it's like, but when all that, when you get real, real shook, dude, you we know just talked I mean? about this last episode. Yeah. When yeah, you get did. real shook, a lot of stuff falls off. And for me, I think I'm closer to him now than I've ever been only in the sense that I've lost so much of what I, I've lost people in my life. I've lost, you know, I've lost my thought, you know, my thought processes. I've lost, you know, what I thought I know, you know what I mean? And it's almost like coming to a place where it was just like, you know, you know, and I've been struggling real bad with my mental health lately too. And so I, I had to get some stuff done with that. And I just didn't feel, I was like, man, like, I don't even want to, so it was okay with me, you know, when you yeah. guys asked me because I was like, man, I just don't want to. I don't. You got You got a lot I don't of think I should even be going on. It was talking your, it to was people, well with you your soul. I mean? I mean, it was. It's, it ain't well with my soul right now. You know what I mean? But I mean, yeah. this is fine because, again, it was just like I've been struggling so hard with my mental health and everything, and just being. I don't, I don't even know anymore. Like I know. I know one thing, right? That's Christ crucified. That's about it, man. Yeah. And everything else is just kind of <clears> gone. Like you know, about life, about relationship, about, you know, the church, about the community, about God himself, man. It's just like, dude, all of that stuff gets stripped away when you get shook. And, you know, so that's just kind of where I'm at, you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, again, that's what we kind of talked about last or two, two weeks ago, last episode, excuse me, just this idea that like Christopher was talking about it, that you can go to church, you can read your Bible, you can pray, you can volunteer, you can go on the mission trips, you can do all the things and you can get caught in that, in that culture. And, and let me just drop this on you. Uh, I've often said it's easier to disciple people to, um, Christian activities than it is to the person of Christ, right? We can get people plugged into Christian activities. Yeah. Casey's led worship. He's helped 
plant a church. He's right. it's called down rain done ministry. He's India. called down rain no. in India, you know, like he's done all these things. But when this situation in life hits him and wrecks him again, a lot of that stuff falls off. And what is he really left with? Yeah. And he, you're left with your experience of who the father has been to you during these times. Correct. And that's all that stands. Yeah. And even then too, like, again, figuring out, and I've said this before, which is, you know, through all of this, he, he hasn't showed me who he is. He showed me who he isn't, Mm. you know, and that's a tough pill to swallow because you want him to, you want him to be what he said he's going to be. You know what I mean? What he, what he says in the, in the word, man. And sometimes when that doesn't add up, you're like, well, how can that, I can't reconcile like certain leaves things. you with more questions. Yeah, it does. But I think again, that that's a good place to be. Cause it's like, I, I have literally come to the place where I was like, dude, I'm not doing it anymore. Not, not saying, Oh, I don't believe in God anymore, but I'm not doing, you know, just these, like this mask, even of Christianity that we can construct, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it doesn't bear any power, man. And I just like, you know what, man, like whatever you want to do, I don't give a damn anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and, uh, dude, my mom talked to me about this earlier today. Cause she was just talking about, you know, trying to encourage me about the promise and stuff like that. But you know what we're supposed to do in the meantime. And I said, you know what? The only thing that matters is loving other people. And Bro. That's you it. and me had a conversation about, we were just talking, like we were about, talking that. about that a couple of days yeah. ago. So no, what else does it, does all, do, do all my beliefs matter if I'm not loving? Cause they don't, you know what I mean? And now I'm just trying to love the people around me, man. I, I still, Bro. so the things that, the things that fell off, you know what I mean? Again, lost my wife, lost all sorts of stuff, man. But it's like those things that remain, the few friends that have remained to me. And I'm not talking about acquaintances who have like checked into me every once every six months and want to call me a friend. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about, right. you know, the people, the few people that I have in my left, my family, you know, you guys, my son, the trees, and that's it. The Lord. The Lord, that's it. Those are the only, right. those are the only things that withstood, withstood the shaking. And so I have to look at that and say, well, everything else <laughs> wasn't a hand. You know, you know I, what I mean? I, I feel like this is important to say. And, you know, I was, I, I was just like, oh, we're just going to get in and get out. But I, I really have something to, to leave. And it's, it really is this idea of loving people. Like, what can we do except love? Jesus, he didn't come to condemn, right? He he caught a woman in sin. He says, I don't condemn you. Go leave your life of sin. But like, I don't condemn you. He loved her. He gave her what she needed. And so regardless of the arguments that we have about theology and how we adamantly disagree with some people's beliefs, specifically those who are like hyper freaking religious, like I'm the authority on all things God, Dude, blah, straight blah, up, blah. I'll just say like, I disagree with a lot of the church, man. Right. You know I mean? We just disagree with up. it. Sorry. But here, the idea is like, what do we do but love? Love covers a multitude of sins. And so m- the majority, hear me now, specifically on like Christianity online, when you start talking about people that are posting and then commenting and there's comment wars and there's theology wars online, so much of Christianity is spending their time. And I think this is probably what has happened with this podcast is we put so much time and energy and effort into proving who's right and who's wrong. Yep. We've forgotten how we're supposed to react to people when they're wrong. Right. This is Jesus. The Pharisees were like, this woman should be stoned. Like we found her in sin. She is guilty. 
Yeah. How should we respond yeah. to her? And Jesus says, love and grace. Oh, I thought we were supposed to just hand out justice and, you know, do it by the law. <laughs> I thought that's what we were supposed right. to so do. Right. So the idea is not, it, is this wrong? Is that wrong? Should the, it, is this right? Is this wrong? Is this wrong? Is this, is this a sin? Is that a sin? Is this a sin? Is that a sin? You missed the whole point. We've missed it. Yeah. The idea isn't whether or not we need to be proving biblically what's right or wrong. That's eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. How, okay, so let's just say they're wrong. How do you react to them? That's the true question. Is anyone ever saying that do they're you, wrong? Do you react in love? Because here's, uh, let me let me go up. Yes, yes to all of that. And you're getting some hand clap emojis in the chat. But like, oh. really, at the end of the day, and you know what ends up happening when you try to win someone over to your beliefs, your newest uh, you realization? Them, you win them to you and not to the Lord. Or, or you just, you you don't. You don't love them. I don't feel like your heart, at least when I'm in an argument and I'm trying to win someone over, my mind and my thoughts yeah. are not centered around love. Yeah, no They're centered around like, I cannot believe you believe this. or the, And it starts to build anger with me. Sometimes Lara, in the past, she's been able to see me looking at my phone and she can apparently see something on my face that with some facial expression that's she, where, she'll, where she has said, just put it down, don't even respond. And been right, knowing that like, I'm about to get heated typing something up. Uh, even just here in the last couple of weeks. I mean, I see people post stupid ass shit all the time. Then oh, I'm just like, you what are you? you how are what? And I cannot tell you how many times just this last week I've wanted. To, I'm sorry, kids watching. Dang it. Uh, even this last week that you guys are going. Ham I know. I'm sorry. On the language. I'm sorry, guys. Um, to where I've wanted to post stuff and just walked away because it's just like. It's not. It's not worth it. It's not worth me getting all upset. It's not. It's not worth. I'm not going to win them over. And this is the other biggest thing that I know we've talked about. We can't win anyone over. Yeah. Like we can't change anyone's minds. There's no one that in 2015 could have looked at me and talked about half of the stuff that we talked about or, or some of the things we've talked about. And I've been. I would have looked at that and gone, Nah, I don't want any part of that. It, no one could have convinced me of these things. It's like you get to a place in your journey where you start walking and you're just on this road and you're going to end up places that you never thought you would end up. Yeah. And and that's just how it is sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, man. We can't, we can't. And that was, a, that I, I forgot where I was going with that. No, where go I was it. going with that was we've also realized like we can't change people's minds. And a lot of the people who we have these hypothetical conversations and hypothetical arguments with and these like hypothetical viewpoints that represent real viewpoints. Like on the podcast, oh, right. we have these like arguments that there's no one there. Those people aren't listening to the podcast. That's true. Apparently they are. Well, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> well, that any anymore. of those were very regular. I think some of those were one-offs, like they caught an episode, they caught a clip, they caught a this. I don't know that any of those people were real yeah. regular listeners. So, but even then, if they hear that, it didn't spur them to go, hmm, let me listen to what these guys are saying. You know, that's kind of, that's And true. so I just know, like, I am done wasting my time and giving into anger and giving in to all of these negative emotions? I don't know, man. I don't think. Because for me, man, I know that we've had some really profound conversations. Oh, we have. You know what I mean? And for me, that that changed. And again, from where I started to where I'm now, you know what I mean? Like, I guess, you know, being a little bit more free. But those conversations that we've had, you know, like have really, some of that stuff really stuck with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, I think that you just, when you say things that go against 
the culture, yep. okay, like you get crucified, no matter what it is, you mm. know what I mean? And people get upset about it because, I mean, they don't... You know, I've had I've had conversations with people, even inside my family, where they I think outside of the box on some certain things. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And they're like, "Oh my gosh!" You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, it's just my grandma thought I was my soul wasn't saved. You know what I mean? Right. I understand that because you know it is what it is. But I'm just saying on certain on but some. D- is there any on, is there anything that you could say to any of those people or anyone else that would change their mind? No, I mean, and, nah. and, but but then again, my goal hasn't ever. I don't think my goal has ever been to change the mind of anybody yeah. or change the church. I I just want to have these conversations because I know for me, I was really sick of feeling like I'm the only one that thinks about or wants to ask those types of questions, Yeah, you know, and it's never for me been, it's been a personal journey for me. You know what I mean? More than anything. I would agree. I I would agree with that from the outside looking in. I just enjoy. It has not been that for me. The conversations that we've had, and I enjoyed putting those conversations out there for people to join in on, Yeah, you know, and it's never been hatred. It's never been, let's single people out. Pastors, if you're listening and you're offended, man, you need to chill for real because we're not here to offend people. We're just having a conversation. We're having fun. We're doing what we do, man. This is, this is what it is whenever we're not off air or whatever we're whenever we're off air too. And so just a lot of those conversations has been really profound. It's true. And, and, and the podcast really has been a peek into a sliver of the amount of conversations that we've had. Dude, the amount of conversations, you know, I feel like Jason's the middleman. I feel like you and him have really deep and profound conversations and him and I have, but these are representative of not just conversations that happened between us, but there are lots and lots and lots and lots of people in the world having similar conversations and they don't think anyone else is having those. And that has been one of my favorite things about the podcast because people have looked me in my eye and said, Chris, why, why do you have this? Why do you talk about these things? It just seems like you're trying to say terrible things about the church. You're trying to do this. And it's like, listen, I understand that I'm going to be perceived a certain way, but it's worth it for me to know that my online persona is this because there are other people that are, that are watching going, I know who I can talk to about this. And I have had some people that reached out to me that said, Hey, you're the only person or you guys are the only people that I've heard in my, my sphere of influence, not to say that they don't exist, but that are having these conversations kinds of conversations, I'm processing these things too. It's like, it's almost like we marked ourselves to basically say, Hey, we're open to having these conversations if you want to. And so it's been so cool to even be known, like to be known as that to some people to know that they can come and have a safe conversation around about a fire anything. pit. Right. About in an email, <laughs> in, a, in a Facebook message, in yeah. an Instagram message. Like, we have been to those people what they needed during that season, yeah. Do we and even, that was we, worth it. We even had two gentlemen join us on our on our trip that we'd never even met before in our life. We had to They're, hike a mountain with you yeah, guys. Yeah, we were we like, hey, Dude, we put it out there, and they hit cool. us up. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was a cool experience, that Jesse too. and what's his name? Dennis. They Dennis passed Jesse out. and Dennis, man. So let, let me... Um, uh, let me say just a couple things here. Number one, Casey was like, Hey, if you're a pastor and you're getting offended, you need to chill out. And Andrew Jensen goes, I bet they all just chilled out. <laughs> <laughs> How many pastors at home just they're went, like, I just, they're just like, oh, I just, Whoa. yeah, like how many people do we actually change? Like he, he just told me to chill out. I'm going to listen to wow. him. I'm just going to chill out. That Casey guy, he's got nothing going on. That, he's got everything that going on. That shaggy haired vapor on that podcast <laughs> is really just hitting my soul right now. So um, that was hilarious. Here's Ward said something I want to address. Emily he goes, would say that I smell like trees too. Oh so my you can gosh. 
put Ward, that into your So Ward goes, ears. I think you guys are right about treating people in love. I also see how Jesus treated the religious leaders that were wrong. It's a tough balance. It is. I think the the moments on the on the show where I've gotten the most pissed is when I am hypothetically challenging a religious mindset. Yes. And so <laughs> same. That, but I think re- I, I did we didn't start the podcast. Well, number one, we didn't start the podcast to so that it would become what it did today. It has evolved. We started the podcast to have conversations with pastors and people in ministry about ministry and Christianity and all this stuff. And that that was a thing until oh, go ahead. Finish. Well, no, it's fine. Um, and so what ended up happening is just getting more and more disgruntled with what was being revealed to me as this religious mindset. And I'll even say religious spirit that chat. And so what the religious spirit to me means, it's this ideology, this understanding of Christianity that really robs people of true freedom in Christ. It's hindering yes. rather than freeing. It's heaping burdens on it's people. It's heaping burdens on people. It's putting them in a That's yoke of, of bondage. And so scripture says, and Jesus came to set the captive free, right? To, to give us an easy burden, an easy yoke. And so the biggest thing that has pissed me off over the course of the years is seeing religious mindsets exist, hold people down so that they don't function in their true identity of who they are in Christ or the truth about who they are in Christ. And so I've attacked that religious mentality, but it's not been a person. Yeah. It's been an I, idea. It's I, been an idea. So I appreciate Ward yep. bringing that up. Um, somebody also said, you know, Jesus uh, chased people with the f- uh, whip and he flipped tables. Yeah, he had, there was a part of religion that truly pissed him off. And so, um, Pam says, I'm personally sad because this seems like the only safe place to talk about things we're all thinking. We can't ask the religious people these questions. The podcast will be deeply missed. And so it's that same idea. There's this yeah. religion that exists. And when I say religion, I mean, Christianity is a religion. But when I, it's a relationship. It's a religious world religion, Christianity, yeah. Hinduism, whatever. But this religious mentality, again, that is burden burdening people and robbing them of true freedom in Christ. Oh, totally. That's all I have to say. Yeah, man, gosh, the times that I've lost my chill on this podcast have been at those those very same moments. Same, same, challenging reason. the religious mindsets. And if we ever did come across as hating the church or hating pastors, let me let me clear the record now on this last episode. I don't hate the church. I'll look at the camera. I don't hate the church. I don't hate pastors. I don't wish church plants wouldn't come to our city. Are you really? You should. I think so. Uh, I I don't wish that church plants in our city would fail. Uh, I don't want current church plants that are here to fail. Uh, I don't I don't wish bad. I don't want your ministry to fall apart. I don't want any of those things. Quite honestly, the only thing that I want for people is to coming to a real relationship with Jesus that's free of a lot of the religious things that have been placed on people. I'm trying to, to censor the words that I'm choosing right now because there are children watching. Yeah, y'all need a dictionary, dude. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> just we, just, we just go this other way. But anyways, like, that's not the case. I love pastors. I love the church. I actually have a really soft spot for pastors in the sense that I look at what they're doing and the load that they carry, and I feel really bad for them. And I feel really bad that I know what comes 
after your service, after you preach, I'm saying this like they're listening, how you feel like you just did a terrible job and you're counting all the people that weren't there and you feel like a failure because of the reflection of the numbers that are there. Like that is the thing, that is a mindset that exists. And so if anything, I deeply desire freedom in ministry for pastors, like on a whole new level that the current system does not allow you to live in. Like, dude, I, I see it. And even though I'm not in the game anymore and I'm not there on Sundays all the time, you don't have to look far to see it exist on Facebook and to see people giving more of themselves to the ministry than to their families, to the people that they love, to their kids, to their wives, to their husbands, any of that stuff. And so I deeply desire freedom for those people. I deeply desire the people that they're leading to not come under any sort of religious yokes that they're putting on them. Like that's what gets me heated up. When we start getting into conversations as my pastor said this, he said that she said this, they told me to do this. They use this scripture to justify that. Like there ain't nothing that will get me hotter than that. And so if you've witnessed anything that you've thought I've hated the church or hate pastors, like it's not that I hate when people try to leverage what their perception of the truth is and then make it truth for everyone. Because let me tell you this, ain't nobody on this earth know the truth. No one, no one, literally anyone who's watching now, we all have different interpretations of the Bible. We can like different, no one knows. Like that, I'll scream that from the rooftop. You don't know. And the quicker that anyone in leadership or anyone not in leadership can accept that, the better off in your faith that you'll be. Wow. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I, you, I guess I thought uh, you were going to drop the mic out today. There it is. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, oh my god, that's what I get. I mean, you can clearly tell I got worked up over that. Like that's yeah. what upsets me. Those are the kinds of things I don't want them to fail. I really don't. Yeah, I, I want people to see freedom I didn't in the s- church. I want them to see freedom, you know, and find what the church says that they can bring people, which is not like streaks in their Bible or, or like Bible studies or any of that. I mean, it's, it's an encounter with the father. It's, yeah. an, it's an introduction. It's uh, a handoff. And I think that, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you, but you know, it's strange because I have a different perspective because I've never been a pastor like you guys have, you know what I mean? And so it's always been interesting to me to, to look on the outside and listen to what you guys, you know, talk about, because I feel so far removed from that, that arena, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. But for me, you know what I mean? If we're just leaving it all out there for our last episode, I think, man, I, I think that I would say my, you know, my heart is for, you know, the drug addict, the alcoholic, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people with mental health issues, these, you know, the person that's always, that's out there, that's, that does good for a little bit, but then stumbles or, you know, and, and lives with guilt and shame right. and remorse and hatred of themselves, you know what I mean? Um, who've had people leave them, who've been down to the yeah, bottom abandoned. of it, you know what I mean? Who've been to the bottom of it, man. I think that those people can be used by God in a very huge, massive way, you know what I mean? And so I've always wanted to encourage those kind of people and tell you, you know, like I'm, I'm there with you, man. We're all, you know, people that, ha- that have that kind of propensity towards that kind of quote unquote sin, you know what I mean? That, yeah. that, um, 
you know, I'm there with you, man. I've walked that road and I just want to see freedom, not only for myself, you know what I mean? But for people, um, that are struggling with that, that continue to struggle with it, man, just cause you stumble when you, you just keep walking the journey. That's it. You don't start over. It doesn't, it's not, everything's not falling down around you. We pick up and you keep walking yeah, because eventually so, you're going to get there. So you know important. what I mean? And, uh, and eventually I'm going to get there. You know, yeah. and so I just wanted to encourage people because it's very easy for them to get discouraged, you know what I mean, and feel like nobody understands or nobody cares, you know what I mean, or people have a perception of people who have struggled with addiction and, and label them literally the scum of the earth, you know what I mean, yeah. and think that you're better than those people, you know what I mean, and I want those people to know that, you know, that I, I have a heart for you, man, and I've been there, I've been at, I've been at the very, very bottom, man, and I've, you know... I just want you to know, and it's always been like that. I've always yeah. wanted those anybody that was listening to know that I, that I had their back, even though if I've never even met you, I've got your yeah, back. Yeah, you're in their you know, corner. I'm with you, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's hard being a Christian and being an addict at the same time, bro. You know what I mean? It's hard, it's hard being an alcoholic and an addict at the same time. You know what I mean? It's hard living in duality when you want so hard to be free. You want mm. so bad to be free, and that, yet that freedom's not attained. You know what I mean? It's so hard to walk that walk. It's so hard to walk and have people leave you. You know what I mean? You know, reject you because of that, yeah. you know? And I'm there with you, man. I'm certainly there with you. And so if any, if this is the last episode and anybody is struggling with that, man, I'm just telling you, I got your back completely, 100%, 110%. You know, you know Casey. And I know what that feels like. A lot of the, you, dude, you're a favorite on the podcast, man. I mean, you know, that season, I, I, I don't think you were around very much in season four, but you know, almost, I feel like a lot of the quotes that people would share that they'd be like, man, this was a mic drop moment, or it was this episode and that episode. A lot of that was episodes where you kind of took the lead, uh, quotes that you would say that really rocked people. And so, man, I know you brought a lot to this podcast. A Cast lot. pods all day for the glory. All yep. day for the glory, dude. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Dropping them rosy cheeks on people. Yeah. And it's less than, them. well, it ain't because I have it figured out. That's for damn sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, so that in and of itself that i mean we've all made we've all made that statement tonight that we don't have it all figured out and i think that one of the most harmful things in the church are people who act like they have it all figured out yeah that's the worst man and i mean i i'm, listen, so, I'm so right you know what I mean? That you're saying you're so wrong. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's unreal. I, I know there are healthy Christians. Like are I know there are people who are in healthy relationship with Jesus, but I think to put off this persona of, I have it all figured out. It doesn't show a lot of empathy or sympathy for those who are saying, I don't have it all figured out. Yeah. And I think that we need to be okay with the idea that not everybody has it figured out. And, you know, one of the things that I've, that I've learned about myself over time, and I just think the older you get, whatever, I'm 39, I'm not even that old, but I've walked the earth for 39 years or 38. Cause I learned to walk when I was one <laughs> technicalities. <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've learned that in Casey, we talked about this coming to terms with the depth of your brokenness, yeah. yep. but then realizing that what you thought was the depth of your brokenness actually went deeper than that. Yeah. And then, then it goes deeper, deeper and still. then it goes deeper right. still. And then you're just like, holy crap, I'm jacked, bro. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I am 100% jacked. But it's coming to that place again that makes you realize like, man, I, I need a savior, right? I need the Lord. I need the good news. Yeah. I need the good news that God is reconciling the world to himself, not counting his sins against him. That's the gospel. Mm. You, you see the depth of your sin. The good news is God's reconciling yourself, you to him and not counting those against you. That's good freaking news. So when I know the depth of my brokenness and I recognize that brokenness in others, my only response is I don't blame them. I do not blame mm. them for doing that. I do not blame them for acting that way. I don't blame them for lashing out. I don't blame them for leaving. I don't blame them. Like, yeah. I get it. I know exactly why you did that. And that's empathy. Right. And that's, I mean, what in Hebrews, it talks about Jesus as a high priest, a, being able to sympathize with those who have sinned because he has been faced with and tempted by everything that we've been tempted by yeah. and faced with. And so he's able to empathize with the weakness, it says. Yeah. And, and it, I, I think when you, when you have static points, you know what I mean? Like you don't, you can't empathize with people. I wrote a lyric, Ooh. I wrote a lyric uh, recently, which is we only take sides when definitive lines separate and breed the hate that would cause the divide. Right. We only have to take sides if there's a line that's drawn. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of times we're drawing those lines. We're drawing. Those like lines. we have these points that we want to make and these, things. It, it dehumanizes people. It absolutely it, does. It, it's, it's difficult so Jason, you said something a little while ago about um, like not blaming people and, you know, something along the lines of like being patient with people, essentially. Yeah. That's that's another reason why I think I really feel led to, you know, in this season is because I haven't been very patient with the people that I'm that I'm frustrated with, you know, right. Um, Everyone has their own growth journey, and and this isn't to say that they're going to end up where I am because I'm on the right track. But you know, I really do think that people only make decisions to change when the Lord leans them to them, and even then, just because they decide to start embarking down that road of change, it isn't perfect. It's filled with stumblings and trippings, and and walking forward a few paces, and then maybe veering on. Like no one does it perfectly, so I'm not saying that I've arrived at this place where I have it all figured out because I don't, but I'm hoping my deep hope is that pastors, leaders, teachers, people who just follow Jesus, who don't have a title that they would go wherever God is leading them. And I, if they're on whatever road they're on, that's probably like what the stereotypical walk with Christ looks like, even if they're on staff somewhere, it's, you don't, you look at someone else's walk who may be similar to ours and you think that's not right. That's the wrong thing until you go through something that shakes your world so much that shakes everything up in you that causes you to question the system that you're in. And then like, I'm trying to be patient and realize that those people haven't had that shaking moment yet. And even Mm -hmm. when they do have that shaking moment, they may not go down the same path that I'm down in in terms of thought. And so I think it will be very helpful for my mental health, for my walk, for my heart in loving people, um, in yeah. reconciling relationships with pastors uh, in our city to yeah. to end this, you know, close this chapter. Close, yeah, and it is a closing of a chapter for sure. Like I, you know, I I'd said to you a couple of different times, and and I just said, man, I'm just trying. I'm I'm getting. I'm sick and tired of trying to convince people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm tired of arguing scripture. 
I'm, you know, I'm just tired of it. Like it, what does it do? What does it really accomplish? And I mean, I know most of the podcast was that, (laughs) but I just, I'm tired of it. And just speaking of being tired, like, bro, I'm, I'm tired in life right now. Like I'm in a rough season in life, just mentally, um, you know, having one less thing on my plate is probably going to go a really long way. Yeah. And, you know, we, we try to be healthy and take times off and, and have seasons for this and all that stuff. And it's been really good, but I just, you know, I, again, I'm looking at a lot of different things in my life right now and I'm saying I could be done with that and be okay. Yeah. And, and I, that's a healthy thing for me to be able to say, I could not do that and be just fine. I could not do that and be just fine. And for a long time, the salty dogs was like something that I love doing. I still love it. I'm enjoying myself right now, obviously, but you know, it, there's, it can't, it comes at a cost. And, and so I just think the Lord has something in store. Like there's going to be some healing. There's going to be less anxiety, less work. I don't know, whatever it is, there, there will be less of it, but it will be good. And so he knows best and he says, Hey, shut it down. And we're like, I, you know, I guess we've said what we needed to say. And I mean that, 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 and so the question was, why are we ending this? Because we feel like God is leading us to end this. Yeah. It's not because pastors got upset. Um, right. although, definitely, definitely not. No, no. I you want, know what? I might do two or three more episodes <laughs> just because of that right there. Uh, it, it's because we feel like God's telling us to shut. Anyone yeah. else can tell me to shut up and I'm going to keep going. But when God, I really feel like he's telling me to shut up. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. Yeah, I, I recently good. read a book on um, uh, like these spiritual practices. Um, one of them was graceful transition and allowing yourself the gift of transitioning and not just going to something else immediately. Yeah. Um, and so, Jason, I know I had had an idea for another podcast uh, because Casey, while we had, while you had said like, this was never about changing things for me, that was what it was about. Like my hope, my deepest hope was like, man, maybe we can help be this, you know, this thing that someone comes across that's in ministry that helps lead them down this path where they start change. Like that was always the hope. That was always the desire. And and since then I've learned, like I can't change anyone's mind. There's nothing I can do. You know, I can't change anyone's mind. And so, even then it was like I had all these ideas that I was talking to Jason yeah. about for this new podcast that would not be about being salty, but would be about, you know, being sugary. Y- yeah. Being sugary, being sugar the spice, cats, just spice of the sugar, sugar cats. <laughs> no, someone was joking about starting the sweet kittens podcast. The sweet kittens sweet podcast. Kittens. So that's next. And so anyways, I, I had this idea for that. And then God's just like, no, you need to allow yourself to transition. You need to. And so in this, when God said no to that, one of the things that I had, cause you remember I came back and I was like, I don't know if we should do this. I don't know if we should end it. Like after we had already said we're going to end it. So I had this fear once we weren't going to do that podcast because God said, nope, you just need to stop for indefinitely until, you know, I give you the green light. If he ever does is because I literally felt like I was losing, losing any sort of influence or outlet that I had to have a voice and to say things that would influence others. And so I had to wrestle with that. Like, I don't stand in a pulpit and preach, you know, like I, I don't, I don't do that. I don't have these moments in my life where I can 
be influential in other people's lives. And so there was a moment where this, I was really having to let this go and realizing like, man, I truly am embracing insignificance and letting go of the platform that I do have to potentially influence lives. And, and that's powerful. And I was reminded of, of Exodus, you know, we get like a snippet of Moses life. We have him fleeing the palace. And then how many years later do we catch back up with that dude again? Uh, when he's tending flocks, you know, Jethro's flocks, like, years, years. And so there's this gap of insignificance. There's this desert journey. And I've talked about the desert before. And so it's almost like, I feel like the Lord's like, pack your bag. We're going in the desert. And guess what? It's insignificant. Mm. Like there's no significance in the desert, at least from, from a voice standpoint. So that was something I had to wrestle with. No, that's that, probably the last thing I got to say. And and that's good. And that's always kind of been my, my thought process. Cause you know, I moved, I moved to Wichita in 2010 to be a campus pastor and a church planter. And then I had a pulpit, you know, for nearly four years, I stepped out of that for a little while, but then jumped right back into it. And it's like, I've had these times where I've been in and out, in and out, in and out. Yeah. Um, and so I had some time where I really didn't say much from the pulpit, but then we had the podcast, but then I did these like teaching classes and that was really good. And then I taught at a conference that was really good. And then it was like still the podcast, but I haven't actually had moments where I've truly been silent and not had any kind of platform to, you know, I don't know. I know the Lord's going to be doing stuff in me, but you know, earlier I was talking about, I've been doing so well just in life, mental health, just tired just busy. And I think the Lord really wants to bring me into a time of rest. And that means that some of these things are just going to have to, the work needs to stop for the rest to come. And so I think that's part of what this is going to be for, for me personally, but I want to share some of the comments that have been going on because they've been really good. Um, so we've got, uh, Jenna who says, this has been a place for the spirit to show me truth amongst so many other voices. You guys have been able to put words to my beliefs better than I know how. Huh. That's huge. I mean, that's really yeah, huge. Man, that's encouraging. Um, Andrew says, you guys have been the catalyst to countless important conversations about why the church does some of the things it does. These are all important. Thank you all. Thank you. Um, Pam says, and I will say it again, we can't get this realness at church. Maybe that's what the church needs to focus on more. Hmm. Someone asked if we ever did an episode on hell. Never did that. We never did that. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Episode done. <laughs> Pam says, Pam says, y'all have been my life group. Now I got to find a new one. <laughs> um, yeah. So just, I mean, really nice words from, from everybody tonight. Appreciate so we appreciate that. And yep. I mean, I don't, I kind of feel like I'm, I, I got it out, man. Yeah. 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 The, the only other thing that we need to talk about is our Patreon people. So Patreon people. First we, off, first off. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you to every single person that has financially yeah. backed oh, man. this. Yeah. That has allowed us to pay uh, hosting fees, sure. to pay for a website, mm-hmm. to pay for upgrades to equipment. Like mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. been some fat upgrades that have happened to equipment. Yeah. People that so, have made significant donations like Michael Boatman, oh, you know, yeah. people Bo- dropping Mike fat Boatman. cash. Shout classic out to Michael Mike, Boatman. Classic Mike Boatman, man. Classic Michael Boatman. Michael Boatman, <laughs> that guy. Us, keeping us afloat. Yep. Yeah, there, there's been a few. Um, our, our patrons have been truly amazing. 
And um, Ward Ward said, "Oh hey, <laughs> oh hi, Pam. She's she's been a patron. So um, if if you've supported us financially, we're, obviously we appreciate you regardless. But to but get, you are to locked give... into those, and you signed a ten year commitment. So <laughs> no. Let, and let me just say this: like all all of this gear. I mean, even Jared just built this table, and and we're shutting the show down. But um, Salty Dogs Podcast has always been a part of the Source Wichita's ministry, and the Source Wichita has a broadcast room um, where we've set up for live streaming, uh, video recording and podcast recording and editing. And so that still exists within this ministry. And there are people within our network who use this space, have other podcasts, have other other podcasts and those kinds of things. So um, even if you've given to salty dogs, it has gone to help build the broadcast room. And then that's been helping other podcasts and other ministries and other media production. So again, thank you for that. Uh, We're going to shut the Patreon down. Yeah. We had Um, a conversation about, should we keep going? And again, God said, shut yeah, it just all, shut it down. Yeah. So, so I'll, I will have to figure out how to actually get that canceled. And I'm sure as we shut the page down, um, that'll stop the giving. And so, um, if you feel for some reason, you would like to continue to give to whatever ministry we're a part of, you can go to the source, and then you can just give to the ministry. If you want to do that, just throwing that out there. Yeah. Not that we're saying, Oh, you know, we need it. But if you just, if you classic feel, pastor, if you feel led to do that. So, uh, Sean Hamlin, tons of people feel just like you guys. Thank you for being a, a voice, leading people to think, to let their paradigms be shifted. It's all good. I so, like that. That's good stuff. Um, yeah. Patreon, I I think personally, I would like to shut down the Instagram. I think maybe the Facebook can live, but I don't think there's really any reason to keep the Instagram cool. alive. I shut down the Twitter. Um, the website um, is still up. And we'll have to just consider how how much longer we want to let that live, but the podcast will continue to live um, on iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. We're yeah. we're gonna I think we'll let that continue to live indefinitely. Indefinitely, I, mean, yeah, I might find a sure. cheaper uh, cheaper alternative or see if we can hosting. find a, a yeah. free way to host it. But it'll continue to live. The Salty yeah, Dogs dude. email will live on Salty Dogs podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, keep emailing us. And so, yeah, people, I mean, people are going to, they're going to keep listening. And, you know, as it continues. That's why we need to keep it on Spotify and iTunes, man. Yeah. Be going as, to know as the, channels. As, the, as the content lives on, people will continue to listen. They'll and find you, That's the cool thing if, about podcasts, man, is that people find podcasts all the time that are no longer going, but they go back and they listen through the whole yeah. library. Yeah, and I want to say just to to anybody who ever prayed for me, you know what I mean? Through this podcast or prayed for any of us or prayed for us in general, man, like huge. Thank you. You know what I mean? That you would even take the time out to, uh, to pray specifically for possibly somebody that you don't even know, you know what I Mm. mean? And, um, I know that, you know, that was, that was huge to me because I've received a lot of encouragement even when I was going through really dark times, man, people have said some really encouraging things to me on this podcast. And so anytime, I mean, I, yeah. um, I just got to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. You know what I mean? Thanks for sticking on for four years, you know, and uh, you actually walked with that or through that with me, you know what I mean? And that's that good. was, that Here, was, that's huge. Here's something to consider. So the podcast is four years old and it's, the end of May, the weekend before Memorial Day weekend, mm-hmm. which is graduation weekend. And so we're graduating, guys. Four we're graduating. years. We did it. We made it. Finally Christians. We gave it the old college try. 
The and, old uh, one, two, three, four. We're graduating into maturity, which Proverbs says, keeping our mouth shut. Yeah, Shutting your damn mouth true. is wise. Hashtag mature disciple church. That's <laughs> what we are. Dude, the, the last episode, you said ha- hashtag fearverse church. Fearverse church. <laughs> Hi, welcome hey, to actually, our church. Okay. We use but we use verses of fear to get you to do what we want can you I to share, do. Fearversechurch.com. Can I share one ridiculous thing? Absolutely. One ridiculous quote that this is the kind of stuff that I wore deeply. Oh no. No, it's funny. We'll we'll see what you say, Casey. It's a Paul Washer quote. Oh my gosh. Dude, so can I do you know yeah. Paul Washer? Do I know Paul Washer? Yeah. Not personally. But <laughs> do you know who he is? Yes. So listen to what old P Wash has to say. <laughs> About salty dogs? No, oh. about salty dogs. Paul this Washer, is just what Paul Washer have, being Paul I Washer. Know, I want to know what Paul Washer has to say about our last episode. Oh, my God. Here's, said, what, here's what Paul Washer has to say about you, audience. The moment when you take your first step through the gates of hell, the only thing you'll hear is all of creation standing to its feet and applauding and praising God because God has rid the earth of you. That's how not good you are. Paul Washer would say... That all of heaven is <laughs> erupting in praise because the salty dogs have ended their blasphemous podcast. Oh my washer gets you. I my my one regret on the show is that we didn't start uh, we didn't start every episode with a Paul Washer quote with let's get ready to blaspheme. Oh man. That was good. We did that last episode. Yeah. Sweet. Ward Huey says, Wowzers. Let me tell you about Paul Washer. Um so what a guy I used to listen to Paul Washer me too. sermons because they made me feel like crap. And I thought feeling like crap would make me change. Mm. They truly made me feel terrible. Yeah. And whether it was conviction God. or whatever it was, I thought, let me just tell you one thing. I used to think that I could fear myself out of sin, Ooh. that I could make myself scared or like disgusted or feel so bad that I was going to change. And none of that was ever motivation for change. None of that ever worked. Or, yeah, you know? or fuel for lasting change. Yeah. So, well, well hot boys. freaking dog, y'all. This is it. That's it, man. This is it. Maybe we'll check in every now and then. Nah, that's yeah. it. No, I was going to say. Nah, that's it. I was going to say. Um, Don't give them hope. No, I'm going to give them hope. Oh, we will drop the album whenever it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as, soon, as soon as Casey uh, practice, gets his crap together, we'll practice we'll, on that tonight, man. We'll, <laughs> we'll drop the album um, yeah. in the feed. You guys will get all the songs. We'll just give them to you, right? Sick. And then uh, we'll give people your PayPal. They yeah. can shoot you some dough for sure for blessing their ears with that angelic yeah. you voice. You want to PayPal me right now, man? You know, equipment <laughs> and microphones. And no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. So no, that's no. As soon as that's done, we're gonna put that on multi- multiple avenues. And Jason's already volunteered to. Help us get that out there, so we'll definitely yeah. drop it on the page. If man. for some reason we do start any other endeavors, we'll drop them in the feed we'll and let you here, guys yeah. know about it. Yeah, but yeah, it it may be uh, we'll pop in. I mean, the feed will be it'll be good for some time. So as soon as we feel like there's some sort of life update, or and we're we, back in two weeks, we'll have a reunion episode or something, <laughs> and we'll we'll say what's up. But I mean, we this this is an outlet for us. Um, yeah. Um, this is our audience. This is our, you guys are our, our, our people, our, man. Our people. You're our, the platform that we've had to be able to say things and share we've our lives. We've stood on and, you for a long time. I mean, true. Honestly, haven't we? Like, 
I mean, we've we've shared our lives, we've shared our yeah. hearts. Absolutely. Like yeah. I mean, I've the poured deepest, out the deepest parts of passion yeah. and anger and joy, oh, and we've laughed to we've cried, and yeah. it's been good, uh, man. It's been so good, y'all. Yeah. All right. That's it. You ready? Well, how about on the count of three, we all say the vert, <laughs> oh, the, the quote. Salty dogs. No, don't say it yet. Out. Don't. We're gonna count to don't three. Don't do it. All right. Already did it. Does it? Bye, One, guys. One, two. Three salty, salty dogs. dogs. Salty dogs. Out. 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 <laughs>